Hello and welcome to the HVAC Apprentice Podcast. My name is Lamont and I am your host. Thank you guys for joining me today. Man, the schedule's been off for just a little bit because, um, of course, you know, we got the cold weather out here, man, and it's just, things change. Um, I really haven't had the chance to record like I wanted to, um, just kind of been under the weather and, uh, this is kind of a different year for me because I normally don't get too sick. And, uh, if I do get sick, it's only a, you know, a couple days, probably miss a day of work or something like that. And, uh, you know, recover pretty fast, but I don't know, man, I guess it's just my older age and it's taking more time out of me than normal. Um, but that's not what we're talking about today. Um, it's been a good week. It's definitely been a good start to the week. Um, just looking at everything that's happening and, and uh, looking at the state of how the world is kind of changing and, and certain things, certain events that are happening. Um, the mindset of people have kind of changed a lot. And it's, uh, I don't know, I, I guess I can kind of see that in a lot of the customers that I'm dealing with. And um it's just a different atmosphere, man. So we kind of have to navigate and tread a little lighter now. Um, so I'm really glad. And I had spoke about the program that the company that I'm with, uh, shout out Worley's man, the, the program that they put us through the training program. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for that program because it's, it's allowed me to be able to connect with customers in a way that, uh, I normally wouldn't know how to connect with them, especially with what's going on now. Uh, the climate of the, you know, U.S. has changed. Um, of course, you know, we changed presidents and um, a large number of my customer base were Trump supporters. Um, which either way, I, I really don't care um, whether you vote Democrat or Republican. To me, that, that doesn't really matter to me what I look for in, in, in a person is just your content you know the content of your character how you are as a person how you treat me in your house um, you know th- certain things like that so I've encountered uh, a lot of you know racist individuals I've encountered some you know individuals who don't believe I could do the job uh, because of the color of my skin or because of my age or um, how I look you know it's just people have prejudices and the thing that I found breaks down those prejudices the most is how you treat someone in their home and how you take care of their equipment. At the end of the day, they call you in there to do a job. And for me, my job is to get them up and running to address their comfort issues and to make sure that I communicate with them uh, what needs to happen or put them in a position to where they're at ease dealing with me. And a lot of times, if I have had a customer that was kind of taken aback by looking at me initially, um, my work ethic pretty much, uh, tore whatever wall was there down. And the great thing about the program that we are going through, and it's called SBE is based out of Arizona, um, by a company, uh, called George Brazil. Uh, they train all their techs this way and they revamp it, you know, about, about every six months or so to see what works and what's not working. And then, uh, they put it out to us and then we, we implement it. And um, it's really helped my relationship with my customers because now instead of me becoming uh, just a, another service technician, I am considered a trusted advisor 
to most of my customers. And that helps out a lot. Because you want to have your customer trust you. Um, especially with the way people talk about the trades. Uh, I don't really listen to the radio much, but, you know, depending on what time it is, if I'm going into a mor- morning meeting uh, on a Tuesday, we normally uh, have our meetings at around 8 o'clock. So that means that, you know, I get up around 630, uh, leave the house about 7, and, you know, I'm um, to the job at 8 o'clock. And sometimes I do turn the radio on. And this one particular day I was listening to The Breakfast Club, and they were discussing uh, how people deal with con artists. And one of the you know biggest things that they said was contractors were con artists. Um, and DJ Envy in particular was talking about how, because uh, he's into real estate now, he flips homes. And he was talking about how he buys his own materials and then he hires out the labor from a contractor. And he says, yeah, the first thing you want to do is make sure you get all your materials because these guys, they will charge you an arm and a leg. And they really don't understand what goes into gathering materials, getting material lists, making sure we have all the materials for the job, paying people to go pick them up. You know, they they don't understand everything that it takes to actually uh, get the job done. They're just seeing it as a McDonald's. Okay, I want a I want a hamburger. So give me the bun, the burger, the cheese, the ketchup, the mustard, the pickle. Boom, you got your hamburger. That's not the case when it comes to us, um, and that's something that I really take pride in. But a lot of people have a negative connotation of contractors, and this could be from the chuck in the truck type guys who, uh, you know, they'll go behind a company that you know, is charging $7,000 for install. And they say, well, shoot, I can do it for 2000. And then the, you know, customer ends up with $2,000 work and then is upset when they call us back out and we're telling them, okay, well, we got to basically redo the old install. And now they look at us as if we're, you know, the wrong ones. So becoming a trusted advisor is extremely important because you want customers to be able to deal with you specifically and when they deal with you specifically they are more willing to buy from you they're more willing to refer people to you and in my case uh, some customers are more willing to jump from company to company just so that you could service their equipment Um, so with everything that's going on like I said the climate has changed a lot normally this would be a time where I would be hesitant to kind of offer or recommend replacements or, you know, do certain things that would actually increase the value that I bring to a company. Um, but with the program that we're going through, it's just, it's, it's a, it's such a dope program. It takes all the pressure off of me being able to perform. Um, and just puts me in a position where I only inform or educate. And I'll give you an example. Uh, just today, went on a $49 tune-up special. Now, this is not something that we normally offer. Uh, this is something that um, the company is actually trying to, just, to, you know, just see if we can actually get our foot in the door um, and actually create customers. Uh, because what we want to do is is put customers in our pipeline, so that way they call us before they call someone else. This keeps us gainfully employed. Uh, it keeps me working and it gives the customers an opportunity to 
have someone they trust work on their equipment. So, $49 tune-up special. I get there today. Um, very nice older lady. Uh, and the very first thing, you know, I ask her is, hey, I'm here to do your tune-up. Uh, could you show me where the equipment is? And um, she didn't know where where the equipment was. She's not really too familiar with that. Her son normally comes home and deals with all that. Um, so we just had a you know conversation about her equipment. She ended up having two zones. Uh, a zone that she had upstairs was replaced. So she had a, a 12 plus year old unit that ended up crapping out on her. She replaced it with a 15 seer uh, heat pump. And I said, well, you know, for $49, I don't know if, you know, it's beneficial for me to check out your brand new system. It was just installed just about six months ago. Normally we give you an inspection, a free inspection anyway. Um, let's go ahead to the downstairs unit. What do you have downstairs? Um, so she took me to the garage and I found out that she has a carrier unit from 2004. Uh, now this is a gas furnace from 2004. So we're about 17 years because uh, it was actually manufactured in January of 2004. So we're 17 years old on this carrier system and it has never been maintained. Uh, not once. So my thing is I explained to the customer, hey, I'm not looking uh, for anything that will, um, you know, that I have to go in and, and replace today. My job is just to do a full once over on the system. If I do find anything that's amiss, I'll bring it to your attention and then I'll let you make the decision at that point. Uh, the system's working. The system was working before I got here. The system will work when I leave. Um, but if there's anything that I can find to help, uh, you know, give you more success with the system's heating performance, or if there's anything that I can find that could enhance uh, the system itself, you know, I'll bring that to your attention. And, um, that right there just kind of takes, like I said, all the pressure off of me. And very first thing I do is run the system, have them, you know, pull the thermostat, uh, put the thermostat temperature just a couple degrees higher, just so it can kick on. And I just let the system kind of go through its paces. I'm not really checking much at this point in time. I just want to see how the system responds when it when it starts up. Go through the sequence of operations, see if there's any stutters, any hiccups, and then I just kind of let the system run for a bit. And the reason why I do this is because most systems, uh, they're not really going to show you, at least residential systems, they're not really going to show you um, what's really happening to the system until it runs 15, 20, 30, 45 minutes. Um, because that's when you'll start to encounter, especially with a furnace in this area, you'll encounter uh, high limit trips. Uh, you'll encounter uh, issues with the ductwork because the static pressure rises too high. Uh, wh whatever it is that you're that you're going through, especially on heat pumps, um, the initial startup may be fine, and then as the system runs, as the refrigeration starts to settle and, and, and do its thing, 15, 20 minutes after that, you start to see issues with pressures. Um, so I kind of let the system go through its pace, um, and then after that, I just kind of listen to see if there's anything that's amiss. And in this particular case. Um, the inducer in the inducer wheel, uh, was imbalanced. You could see how it was rocking back and forth as it was spinning. Um, the system was completely filthy. I mean, it had cobwebs inside the unit. Uh, this is, this was a carrier furnace. So, you know, there's a little uh, door that you take off that gives you access to the full system. Um, and there was a flu pipe in front of the blower. So, uh, first thing I did was I found the, you know, blow will just 
off center just a bit and creaking. Throw my amp clamp up there. We'll pull in about 2.8 amps on the inducer wheel. Um, first thing I do is pull the customer in just so she can understand what's going on. Hey ma'am, this is the first thing that I've noticed. Um, the system's only been running for this amount of time. Uh, do you notice anything? And then she says, yeah, I've never noticed that it was actually loud as it is right now. And I say, yeah, well, that's because I probably have the cover off. You probably didn't hear it before, but um, what do you think? And her first question is, well, I don't think it's normal. Is it something that should be happening? And I said, well, no, not necessarily. I said, if you look at and I shut the system down and I allowed her to see the dirt that was built up on the inducer wheel. And I explained to her that uh, when these wheels get caked up with dirt, it actually changes the weight of the wheel itself, which can affect the motor's operation because the motor is designed uh, to operate with the wheel at a certain weight. And if the wheel becomes imbalanced, it could be because the weight of the dirt on the wheel is causing it to uh, become imbalanced. It could also be other factors, just age, wear and tear. It could be, it could be a lot of things. Um, but just from my experience, I've noticed um, that dirt buildup could actually cause issues with how the blower performs, with how the inducer motor performs, things of that nature. Um, so as, as she's you know sitting there with me, I start to take the unit apart and just explain to her everything that's going on. Um, we take a look at the uh, flame sensor. Uh, flame sensor was completely um, caked up with carbon. Um, so we needed to focus on getting that cleaned. We focused on the blower and I pulled the blower wheel out and there was so much insulation caked onto the blower wheel itself that the wheel, you can all, you could almost not see the fins of the blower wheel. Um, so it's barely moving air. Um, on top of this, you know, they were avid smokers and, and the unit was in the garage and they smoked in the garage. So the unit itself was just. Uh, taint it with smoke um, and the very good thing about SBE is that if you're in front of the customer and you're explaining to them uh, what's going on with the system you, you, and you're just talking and talking and talking and talking the customer is really not going to respond to you in a positive way um, what you want to be able to do is allow the customer to come to their own conclusion of what needs to happen and then you are the reinforcement there um, and that's essentially what happened. I pulled the blower wheel out. She looked at it. She was almost disgusted by it. Um, and immediately her thing was, man, do I need to throw the whole system away? And I'm always honest with my customers. I'm, I'm always upfront with them. No, this is not, this does not condemn the system. This does not mean the system needs to be replaced. But when we start to add up the repairs that we have here, are the cost of repairs and the cost of me actually cleaning the unit, is that going to outweigh the amount of money you're willing to invest in a system that is 17 years old? Or would you rather have that money invested in a system that will one, save you money on a monthly basis, um, two, offer you a better warranty uh, than no warranty, and three, give you more comfort uh, than what you're actually currently on now? Um, she kept the unit at 73, but because that blower was not actually pulling air like it needs to or pushing air like it needs to, um, the system ran continuously. Um, and then I noticed that the system would, would also go out on high limit. Static pressure was, uh, was, was just a little high, but 
Uh, the main issue was the performance of the blower wheel itself. It could not scoop the air. Therefore, it was the air was actually just kind of passing over it. Um, and essentially, I didn't sell a thing. I explained to the customer um, what her options were. And when she weighed out her options, she decided that the best thing for her was to actually replace the system. And we ended up going with a uh, two-stage gas furnace. Uh, the AC unit was five years old. She had just got that replaced five years ago, so there's no need to replace the AC unit. Um, but we did match it up with a two-stage gas furnace, which will be going in on Friday. So even with the height of COVID, even with the height of unemployment rates, um, we just lost 11 million jobs not too long ago. I mean, unemployment is still not uh, where we want it to be. People are hurting for money, but people are willing to make the sacrifice for their comfort level. Um, most people aren't in a position to, to write cash. I mean, to write a check or stroke cash for a unit. So we have financing um, and financing is something that is actually great for our customers because we've noticed that a lot of times if you compare what their utilities uh, are looking like for this time of the year or even in the summertime uh, with the financing that we offer, we can actually save them on their utilities, which will kind of make up the cost of the monthly payment for the unit. So, I mean, if they're paying $160 in utilities and we could possibly save them $80 a month and replace that with just a payment of $80 a month for a unit, they're still paying the same $160 that they would normally pay for utilities. That's not going, you know, that money is not going anywhere outside of the home. So if they're already paying 160 for it, let them pay 160 in comfort or let them go up an extra 20, $30 a month and have that comfort that they need. And then they can see the efficiency uh, drop afterwards. So, I know the state of, you know, the, the state of the world right now is, is in a panic. The state of the world is in a crisis. Um, and the, the one thing that people do not need right now is a lot of bad news. They don't need more bad news. Um, and a lot of times when people see, you know, technicians or contractors come to a home, the first thing they think of is bad news uh, because they know that one, they have to stroke the checkbook. And for two, um, uh, some contractors try to get over on individuals. And my thing has always been, I'm a person of integrity. I'm a person of honor. I'm not going to put myself in a position where I'm working for a company that is going to want me to do the wrong thing for the customer. Uh, that's why I love where I'm working now. That's why I love residential. I love being able to help people. I love being put in a position where I can actually be of use to someone and the thing that the you know the majority of my customers tell me all the time is that I'm glad I have you as a technician because I've had other experiences and I've had people try to take advantage of me in Lamont. I'm grateful for you. Uh, that's what the son told me today. Um, that's just I love hearing that because it shows me that I'm doing something right. So. Become a trusted advisor. If you, if your company, if you're in a residential area or a commercial area and <clears throat> your company is not using a platform like SBE, um, I would definitely try to look into it or see if they could, you know, 
look into it because it, it we we doubled almost our in um, our profit from last year, and the technicians that I work with we're not pressured to sell. Um, we love our jobs. I mean, we, we, like the atmosphere working at Worldies is probably one of the best atmospheres I've ever had in a workplace ever. And I've been in the workforce for uh, 20 plus years. Um, and this is just something that, you know, you this is what you ask for. I have other things that I have, you know, planned and other ventures that I'm working on outside of this. And I do see myself being very successful in, in some of the other platforms that I'm uh, you know, pursuing right now. And I told my wife that um, even if I do get to the point where I'm replacing my current income at Worley's, I still want to work here because it's just it's a stress free environment. Um, I enjoy the customers. I enjoy the, the uh, prospects of working at this company. And, you know, you can't really I can't really say anything bad about Worley's. Um, and that's why I think it's awesome to be now in a position where companies know my worth. They know what I can bring to the table as far as value for them. And they're willing to pay me what I'm worth. Um, so I pretty much, you know, I'm, I'm just grateful for that. A lot of technicians, you may not have that yet. But if you put the work in, if you show yourself um, well, if you set a goal for yourself and you make those goals attainable and you set a plan for yourself, say, for example, you have a five year plan. Each day or each week, each month, each year, you mark off or check off a box that you want to accomplish to get you closer to that five year plan. And when you get to that point, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be so much. It's just going to be worth it for you. I mean, you'll you'll have so much to be thankful for because now you'll be in a position to where you can kind of demand what it is that you want from a company and they can either meet it or not meet it, but then you'll have options. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful now for, uh, SPE because it is helping me have a better relationship with my customers and clients. And, um, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for more. So, Become a trusted advisor. Focus on becoming a trusted advisor. Um, and if you have any questions, any comments, any concerns, any any feedback for the content, don't forget to hit me up on Instagram at the HVAC Apprentice Podcast on Instagram. Don't forget to join the Facebook group, HVAC Apprentice Podcast Facebook group. Thank you for everybody who's joined so far. Um, we get almost two or three um in notifications every day for people who's, who's wanting to join. So I appreciate that guys. This is going to be a community where you can feel free to be a technician without the pressure of being perfect. Um, and that's what I wanted to create. So thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast and thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you guys on the next one.